Hello and welcome to BL podcast. Even though Writing with Fire did not win the best documentary feature at the 94th Academy Awards, India still has a reason to celebrate. Namit Malhotra's visual effects and animation company D-Nextwork for the film The Dune won the Academy Award for best visual effects. This is not the company's first award. In fact, the company has 6 Oscar winning films to its name. Tenant in 2021, First Man in 2019, Blade Runner 2049 in 2018, Ex Machina in 2016, Interstellar in 2015 and Inception in 2011. And now Dune joins this list. In this podcast, Meenakshi Verma Ambani and Chitra Narayanan speak to Namit Malhotra, the chairman and CEO of the multi-award winning company. Hi, Namit. Congratulations. I think it was uh, really wonderful. But for you, this must be, I mean, uh, from we read that this is the seventh. So it's like par for the course, right? Uh, I'd love to say that, but that's not the case. You know, people, and I'm incredibly aware of that, you know, people... spend their entire careers and don't uh, get to win one forget about getting nominated for all the great work that's done but uh, you know we consider ourselves incredibly fortunate and feel privileged that we've been able to have this sort of a run you said uh, i saw the quote that you've said that in dune you've set a new benchmark in vfx so uh, i mean why do you say that is what was special about it if you can share sure So you know traditionally uh, visual effects have been brought in you know by most filmmakers when you have to create this wow moment or a particular scene or a particular shot and that's how the origination or the evolution of visual effects has been I think the reason I'm you know being a very passionate film lover you know for me to see dune was for the first time feeling that a director and his vision transported the entire audience into this world 10000 years into the future which seemed extremely believable and very well integrated but not for a moment did you feel you were not there and it was not with the idea of wowing you and saying you know putting you back on your seat it was more about drawing you into the story the characters the world and that to me is a uh, is you know uh, you know is a massive undertaking and a very it needs a different level of uh, call it vision and discipline to get that consistency through the film and that to me is uh, why i feel Uh, Dune is a very unique, uh, you know, uh, project in that sense that it's really transcended those borders of from going from just few wow moments to being wow all across the film from start to end. Uh, how much time did you take you to uh, uh, for your? It's almost eighteen months uh, of uh, being in production for the film with many hundreds of people across the world working simultaneously. Okay, were any studios in India also involved? You yeah, absolutely. Was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it was led by our key team and leadership in Vancouver, but we had a lot of our artists in Montreal and India working seamlessly to deliver a film of this size and scale. Okay. So it was a fully integrated oh. effort. In fact, nobody would be able to say what work happened, which studio, and which office. It is it's totally integrated at the core. Okay, you're involved in uh, RRR also, right? That's right. So um, if you can talk about that project a bit, because I think it's like setting again box office records here. Yeah, so you know, obviously, I have been a massive admirer of Mr. Rajamouli and his vision to to you know tell stories that again, like we work in Hollywood, which is for the world. At least uh, 
uh, I'm glad to say that you know Mr. Rajamouli has made films that are pan India at least, which itself is I think been is a is a pretty hard challenge to 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 have. And uh, and RRR again, you know, with his incredible vision and very strong storytelling, uh, you know, uh, capabilities, we've been able to really help collaborate on uh, designing some of the visual effects sequences and also uh, putting the entire film in 3D, which has. Uh, being presented across all the different cinemas uh, across the country. Okay, so which has been the most challenging film that you worked on? Oh, that list is endless because uh, you know, for us, it's hard to say what's the most challenging because that's sort of part of our job. Almost every time we get presented uh, a film of any real uh, scale, the opening line by a director is, "I want to do what nobody's done before." So you're always going to have to find ways and means and that's what frankly is at the core of the company's uh, dna we, we find uh, you know solutions to very very big problems that haven't been solved so that, you know if you think of a film like interstellar where you created this experience of watching the wormhole and the black hole when there is no real reference existing in the world to us doing again another oscar winning film like ex machina which is the smallest visual effects budget on a oscar movie that could have ever had you know so we for us they are all different uh, in that sense but uh, they all present unique challenges which we believe are opportunities to really deliver outcomes over i mean people are talking about metaverse and avatars and all that do you think filmmaking will become a time when uh, i i don't know how that vision will translate into filmmaking but if you can uh, will we have to be sitting and seeing uh, wearing some glasses and Yes, I think see the application of the metaverse is going to be incredibly interesting. I believe for the next generation because uh, you know you can experience the world through a metaverse. That's why it's called metaverse. But you can also experience a film in the metaverse, which basically means that there's no reason why you can't be as an audience rather than seeing and watching a, a passive or a two D experience or a three D experience. Why, where you actually feel like you're you're in the dunes of dunes of of dune. seeing the story unfold next to you or you're in the chopper as the chopper's flying and you're seeing what the characters are seeing and that's uh, i think a very interesting evolution that still remains to happen and i think that uh, could be a very interesting evolution of how that next level of technology you know really interacts with the audience and what we can start to experience are you working on any such project or anything uh, not as yet but there's a lot of r&d and there's a lot of internal uh, you know preparation for that like we okay. recognize that's a area or a new developing reality that will happen in the next few years so we are obviously hard at work to make sure that we have the technology and the tools ready for that whenever that opportunity presents itself when do you think an indian film will get an oscar <laughs> a made in india by an indian film you know that Uh, who's to say you know we've had filmmakers like uh, you know legendary filmmakers like satyajit ray who have achieved that there are others who've made their own contributions in that i guess you know it's as, i think that the world is becoming much closer in terms of uh, the narrative structure of filmmaking and i feel like uh, just like other countries have had filmmakers who made films that go beyond their countries i think uh, our filmmakers in india are uh, also hard at work and i believe there's a lot of new talent out there that's uh, going to want to hit that uh, outcome and uh, you know yeah. i feel like a lot, lot of times we've not really aspired for it in india because we've had we've had the luxury of having a great and very robust industry for ourselves so we've not really thought about 
proving it to anybody else but i feel like uh, it's it's once the aspiration comes through then it'll just uh, start to play up from the indian perspective the indian government really wants to make india a big hub of vfx today i think the anvi ministry the anvi minister also kind of congratulated you in a tweet and you know kind of mentioned about that vision and uh, what do you think needs to be done uh, to be able to tap into that talent and really become a significant uh, hub for vfx uh, you know for, for for the globe not just from the indian perspective i think you know the fact that we are starting to make that intent itself is a is a very big step in my mind because it's taken right. see i've been doing this for 25 years in the western world trying to make a mark for the last 15 years and the fact that 15 years later i can see that there is a change is a positive one because it's taken let's say in my journey of uh, trying to do this in the west of 15 years to see this happen sure. i believe in the next few years if the government and the agenda continues to grow and they become more progressively involved with understanding when they sit with other international you know players or countries and studios and see how they can open up the doors and make it more favorable for india i believe uh, it will happen very quickly because uh, we've got the talent we've got the infrastructure we are actually already doing work today as a company which are with our largest amount of uh, uh, employee and artist base in india so i believe that uh, it's uh, that that day is very so very close when uh, as long as we stay on course to make it an agenda that we want to achieve i i'm pretty sure it will happen can you tell us a bit about yourself your own journey i mean where did you start from how did you get into it and yeah so you know for me i'm the third generation in the film business uh, going all the way back to my grandfather who was a very eminent uh, indian cinematographer by the name of mr amin malhotra who shot one of the first color films in india in the 50s called jhansi ki rani Uh, my father produced bollywood films his last uh, offering in india was uh, the uh, mega uh, amitabh bachchan star called shehanshah and uh, i grew up wanting to be a film director and uh, you know interestingly when i was a teenager upon uh, advice from my father you know who believed that uh, rather than being another director in a very well populated uh, filmmaking talent pool in the country he said why don't you do something different why don't you bring technology and bring solutions that we see in the west to our own uh, country first and bring that to filmmakers in india and then you can go and do what you like and and that sort of uh, as a son who normally doesn't listen to his father you know I, i can say that i did take that piece of advice very very well and uh, you know built the company up uh, when i was 19 in a garage uh, uh, with three other uh, colleagues of mine and uh, you know where did you are. start from where were you in bombay in you... bombay in linking road uh, in a car garage uh, in literally a garage and in, in in an apartment complex with an apple computer and uh, we got started there okay and then you are based in london now now i'm based in london i spent 5 uh, 6 years in 2010 uh, from 10 to 2015 in la uh, and then in in london since 2015 and uh, canada is the hub of animation is that right We've got three offices in Canada between Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto, uh, and we have over twelve, fourteen hundred people in the Canadian offices. London is a big base for us, with almost nine hundred people here in London, and then India, of course, is almost five thousand people. You know, how's the India business sort of doing, and and how's that evolving when it when you compare to what you're doing uh, for the Western markets? You know, India through the <clears throat> because I've been doing it for so long uh, back in India as well. you know it the idea was that we start from india build a strong foundation and and 
only then did we go into the west today over 90% of our revenues do come from uh, the western side of the world and not from india uh, that being said india is growing at a rapid pace uh, we are producing a film called brahmastra which is uh, a film that is directed by ayan mukherjee in partnership with karan johar and uh, fox star studios uh, it's it'll be india's biggest uh, budget film to come through later this year starring ranbir kapoor and alia bhat amongst many others and uh, incredibly excited about bringing a very indian and a very original story from india onto the platform of uh, you know very high quality storytelling which i'm uh, incredibly excited about and uh, i'm sure you all will be seeing more about that in the next few weeks so did bahubali in a way actually uh, set it off for india i mean that actually changed the equation where film making I, i think what bahubali did very credibly was that it proved that there is a all india film that can operate because you know okay. we've been so divided because we've had films in bollywood or kollywood or tollywood and every makes their own films that do what they do i think uh, bahubali really came and set the for a pan india film and that has been a very uh, uh, big vote of confidence and the only other film that used to do that before bahubali were the hollywood films right. spider man or an avatar or a gravity those would be consumed across the country but not necessarily uh, indian films and that's why i feel the next wave for india is going to be big because now we will make movies that the entire country will watch and not just uh, specific markets or states Uh, it's been two years of the pandemic. the The big screen multiplexes, uh, cinemas across the globe have felt the impact, and somehow uh, the big screen experience is going to get even more defined um, as they compete with the Netflix and the other OTT platforms. And essentially, do you think the visual effects and those kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, aspects will define, uh, you know, will be the backbone of uh, what big screen viewing experience would be, uh, you know, across the globe. uh because those kind of movies is what the consumers will go out to watch uh, on the big screen so minakshi you know, i'm in 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 many ways the the streamers and the pandemic has only proven something that fundamentally has been there in the evolution of our industry for a while and that sure. applies to in india or america or very or anywhere in the world the whole idea of watching a film in a big screen going there taking time out of your life you know spending a decent amount of money for what an indian average family will spend sure uh, you know you have to be able to feel like you got something as an experience that's much more than just watching content because you can watch content on television at home which is incredibly comfortable and pretty good quality as well so the whole idea of going all the way to a cinema has to continue to provide that little excitement that if you watch this in the cinema it will be different to watching it on your phone or on a tv and that is uh, the promise of cinema this is where why cinemas were created and i believe the use of visual effects and high end storytelling will be will continue to push that barrier to make it exciting for audiences to do it and uh, and that is where i believe uh, the future for india and indian filmmakers is headed so you mentioned uh, the upcoming uh, indian project which is the ayan mukherjee one what about an upcoming western project that you are very excited about anything in the pipeline that you can talk about so we've got you know on the western side we continue to obviously do a lot of different films you know we've got uh, big films like you know aquaman uh, we're working on the next christopher nolan film there's there's lots of uh, you know big projects that continue to be uh, produced in hollywood there's a film called the adam project that released on netflix a couple of weeks ago 
you know so that side of the world we're doing stranger things as a as part of the episodic and the on the streaming side so there's a lot of interesting projects that continue to get made especially using visual effects because that's a very big staple of how hollywood uh, does operate and uh, and we are a key player in that which is your personal favorite movie amongst all the vfx movies uh, that you have done oh that's a hard one only because you know chris nolan is my favorite director of all time and you know all the way from inception for which we got the very first oscar to uh, interstellar and uh, even tenet and we've had three oscar wins with with him denny villeneuve has uh, you know done blade runner and now dune for me dune certainly sets the the vision for how storytelling and visual effects in an integrated form should be pursued in the next wave and and so currently i can say is that dune is certainly on my list only because of uh, the excellence that, that the whole uh, process of filmmaking has achieved and really making that integrated storytelling thank you thanks for listening to this podcast if you enjoyed it consider subscribing to us on spotify or on google podcast thank you for tuning in